sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Travel the world and the seven seas. Everybody's looking for taglines. All right. That's right. I couldn't keep it. I was like, you know what's coming. I was waiting. <laughs> so was everyone else. Yeah, that was a long one. <laughs> um, yeah. What is with that weird part in the beginning of that song? Like, before the first chord is strung? You mean you're talking specifically the Marilyn Manson version? Yeah, like where there's like some weird ghost sound or something? Yeah. You know I, what I'm talking about? Yeah. What it's is Marilyn that? Manson. <laughs> but it's weird. And like, especially when like attached to this movie, I was like, was that always there? This, this, that song is the soundtrack of this film, so. Yeah. But, uh, yes, much like characters in this film, there are far too many taglines. <laughs> Ooh. Evil loves to party. Oh, they it, it definitely does. Yeah. That motherfucker rages. <laughs> they <laughs> Dude, boogie oogie. I saw Evil the other night just do a line off of a stripper's ass. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> um, If you're in, you may not want to get out. Uh, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> like, I love getting it in. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long night. Alright. <laughs> About as long as any other night is. <laughs> Watching this movie? No. Are you dying to be rich? <laughs> Capitalism will get you. Okay. Okay. And. I, okay, wait. It, it the, literally, it said, are you dying to be rich? Yeah. Eh. Okay. And then, my favorite type of tagline. Six strangers have the chance to make one million dollars each. All they have to do is make it through the night alive. Oh, that's it? Yeah, there's like no punch to it or anything. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, that's it. That's all we got. I seriously, I, I thought you were pausing for effect. No, it genuinely just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. With a budget of $37 million, an opening weekend gross of $15.9 million, and a final total gross of $42.6 million. So it... it Made it a little bit more than its budget, but that opening weekend must have been disappointing to say the least. I, well, still, I mean, it made a sequel. <sighs> years later. Like almost I know, 20 years know, later, yeah. <laughs> um, with stabs to the torso, pencils into the neck, drownings, shock therapy deaths, scalpel stab, bone saw decapitations, ghost sucks, nine inch nails music video visuals, Seven scenes of nudity, eight on-screen kills, countless dead in an off-screen fire, with far too many scenes with Chris Kattan, with an IMDb score of 5.6, a Metacritic score of 28, and a Rotten Tomatoes 30% rotten. It's 1999's House on Haunted Hill. Let's drop some bombs. Systematically poisoning the dinosaur's water supply. And a 
matter of decades, their entire species will be extinct. Hell. Everybody loves popcorn. Doesn't anybody care about this whole dinosaurs becoming extinct thing? No! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bombs Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. I am Tyler Rowe. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... The ghost who always seems like he's having a seizure, Mr. Jonathan Young. (laughs) (laughs) This movie has lots of shaky ghosts. (laughs) Um, Or, Or I could be terror incognito. Mr. Jonathan Young. <laughs> Not as good? No? I did like that one. Okay. Man. Yes. Um, <laughs> welcome to another episode. Welcome to another week. Yes. Um, welcome to another week in 2020. War has de-escalated. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> I, I mean, that's what we were told. <laughs> uh, the show will keep going even if we're drafted. We'll come to you live <laughs> from Kabul. <laughs> uh, speaking of live, up top. Um, don't forget to join us in a couple weeks here at the Frida Cinema in Santa Ana, California Hell yeah. for this month's live show, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Bring it down. <laughs> um, it's going to be a hoot and a holler and a half, honestly. Um, movie's insane, and we uh, hope to see you guys there. Um, you can find tickets for that on our link tree. That's linktr.ee slash show. You can also find t-shirts and our Instagram and all that other kind of cool stuff through that link as well. You got anything to plug? Uh, no. N- not not a thing. But You handled it perfectly. Ah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get started then. Hell yeah. 1999's House on Haunted Hill remake. Uh, hmm. I, <clears throat> well, oh, I, you well, know what? Why, because I got to choose these movies, yeah. I was going to say, I should yep, say why I, have I chose to, this movie. That's what I was going to ask. Um, I, Carly and myself love the original House on Haunted Hill, the original William Castle film. Okay. Um, it's, Interesting. It's so hokey, but so fun. <laughs> uh, the skeleton that's very clearly on strings <laughs> that like shoves that woman into like a vat of acid. Yeah. Is hilarious. <laughs> um, I'm also a big fan of, um, spook show cinema. Right. Um, uh, which William Castle was very well known for. Um, if you're not familiar with that, it was basically you'd go see a late night movie um, that were all based on gimmicks. Um, so this one specifically would have a scene where a skeleton would fly across the theater, an actual physical skeleton. Um, other things that he did was having plants in the audience who would scream and uh, sometimes get attacked by monsters, which I imagine must have been terrifying back in the day for that yeah. to happen <laughs> yeah. in the theater with you. Oh my god, it's a giant brain! <laughs> <laughs> and is William Castle also the tingler? I, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, I think. I think but, he is. But, I mean, this type of cinema is the same stuff we're talking about. Yes, and the tingler, you just had a vibrator under your seat yeah. that like tingled your booty. We did House on Haunted Hill here. Yes, um, at the Frida. Yeah, but the effect uh, didn't happen. Mm. So um, <clears throat> we we like showed a skeleton. I would but... love to do it I, again. I think a, a spook show would be a lot of fun, hosted yeah. by us. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Um, but this film <clears throat> is uh, the actual second Dark Castle film. That's the production company behind this that we've covered on the show because. They also remade 13 Ghosts. 13 Ghosts, that's right. And that is also originally a William Castle film. You know what? I'm going to say right off the bat, right off the bat, you know, same thing like I said on 13 Ghosts. Like, 
I really do love this movie. Yes. Um, it's very much, it's very late nineties horror. Oh, for sure. It's, that's that, like, kind of like, um, gritty, still trapped in like ghosts because no one wanted to do slashers anymore because mm-hmm. the eighties were so burnt out on it and scream was in full effect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, this movie and 13 ghosts both have shaky ghosts. It, it, they do. They really, the twitch, the like, yeah, they're like I'm missing a couple frames yeah. <laughs> or I've been sped up. But, yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Dark Castle <laughs> Entertainment was started by William Castle's daughter. Um, oh. yeah. So <laughs> she's just carrying on the legacy and they only made two films as far as I know, which huh. is this and 13 Ghosts. Okay. Is, is all they produced. Oh. Yeah. Too bad not <clears throat> the Tingler. I would love to see a, a 2020 <laughs> reboot of the Tingler. <laughs> Hide your wives. <laughs> it's the tingler. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, my wife uses a tingler all the time. Yeah. I don't see what the big problem is. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know what the big hubbub is about the <laughs> tingler. <laughs> I've seen Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fifty Shades Tingled. <laughs> uh, so let's jump into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, first off, first off, Ryan Murphy, you fucking hack, <laughs> steal the credit sequence for your shows from this movie. <laughs> if you don't watch any other part of this movie, just watch the opening credit sequence so you can see how much of a hack Ryan Murphy is, because it's literally like the stop motion animation yeah. of barbed wire and skin stretched on nails and and the only the the time, not the one time. Not the two times, but one of three times that you are going to hear Marilyn Manson's sweet dreams in this movie. Yep. And the next time is about ten minutes later from this <laughs> point. <laughs> but also, guys, um, produced by Robert Zemeckis and Joel Silver. Yeah, if you thought the worst thing that Zemeckis did was Polar Express, I've got news <laughs> for you. <laughs> it's still that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in this movie looks dead in the eyes, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's because they're ghosts. Oh, I don't think they're ghosts. They're seeing the ghosts of their careers, though. Oh. That's right. Damn. Allie Lauder had a proficient career after this film. For three more years, while they still made <laughs> Heroes? Final Destination movies. <laughs> and Resident Evil. Okay. Okay. I, I do like Allie Lauder. Yeah. I, I, For all the shit we get these people, a lot of them are actually very... Well, uh, Famke Jensen, as we see that she's in the movie, she did... Big movies after yeah. this because she did X Men. Yep, right. Yeah, and Nip Tuck, and Nip Tuck. Uh-huh. Yes, and uh, and obviously Jeffrey Rush is in this movie as well, who is obviously Captain Barbosa, yep. which is like that's a prolific as fuck. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie, uh, these credit scenes, and then it goes, um, right into, um, the in, the the it it feels like you're watching, um. It's so confusing because the movie just kind of starts in the past, and the first time I saw this movie, I was really confused. Okay. Because the actions, they don't waste any time fucking brutally killing people. Yeah, no, this this movie just kind of, like, burst onto the scene. Like, at, at, at any given moment, it just, there's there's a point where, where they're up against the door, right? Yes. So, we're inside an insane asylum. And here's a doctor cutting open a live 
mental patient. Right. Everything's dingy, dirty as fuck. Like, it's just like, it's one of those things where you're like, what, where, who approved this hospital? Um, lots of people. <laughs> Cause that's what they were doing in these things, which is a sad fact. Also, the doctor, played by, uh, Jeffrey Combs. Really? Yes. Oh. Which is like the weirdest big name in this movie, cause he's really not, but to horror people, he's gonna be like, oh shit, reanimated. Right. Alright. Right. Um, yeah, so then, um, and this is, this is funny because I, I, I want everyone to know that I'm not stammering because I'm dumb. I'm stammering because <laughs> because I, he's mimicking the ghost throughout the movie. Yeah, there we go. I um torrented this film and my torrent was <laughs> fucked up and there were scenes all out of place. So oh, that's why you're. Yeah. So I had to go back and watch this three times. I forgot. You texted me and was like, "Yo, dog, don't, don't." because this scene was so fucked up that i had to go back and watch it three times and piece together how it actually played out uh you see a guy just in like the check-in area right and he's looking at a patient Mm -hmm. and then like out of nowhere the movie's just like bam here we are let's go right because like that's when he gets pencils jabbed through his neck like, super hard instantly. I didn't know that inmates waited for the perfect moment for a scare mo- moment. They don't kill you unless you see them. Right. It's like a, a dinosaur. Uh, you can yeah. only see movement. <laughs> but yeah, the inmates have broken out of this hospital and They're fucking everyone just up. Just stabbing people Boobies. in the neck, like bringing the doctor in and laying him down and then like um, why was that woman still filming during the, like, the riot? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there was still, like, a woman, there was a woman filming them, uh, the doctors cutting up bodies, and then as the riot starts happening, she's just like, I'll keep turning this, w- this wheel. This will make good B-roll. <laughs> this will get us better funding next year. <laughs> um, then a fire breaks out. Right. And then... Gotcha. You guys have all just been watching the safety spiel from the Indiana Jones ride. <laughs> we'll keep our eye on the world. <laughs> because you're actually watching... Um, greetings! <laughs> greetings, my friends! <laughs> I am Sala. <laughs> there is... um, we're, we're actually watching one of those like unsolved mystery type shows on the TV um, talking about this asylum, something that actually happened in... Um, October, I have the date, like, that he says on there. October 1931. Right. It's the glitz and the glitter of a bustling young movie town at the height of its golden age. (laughs) (laughs) That's a, that's a nice deep cut for Disney Parks fans. So, um, what I, what I find interesting about this is that there's this whole story, right? That is already (laughs) given to you right there. You were, you were watching it probably not from the, like, that is not how the show, I think, would have edited it with, like, a pencil through the neck. Yeah. It was like, oh, is this a reenactment? No way. It was this on <laughs> network television. And you're just like, yeah, show the boobs. Gotta show the boobs. Tonight on Unsolved Mystery, we're gonna have to go hard, guys. <laughs> Tonight gonna... on Unsolved Mystery, you will be able to jack off. We're gonna have to show the child. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that goddamn haunted house show over there just showed pencils through the fucking neck. We're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking unsolved mysteries. We've gotta do something. Quick, move Will and Grace to the 830 time slot. We, we can combat it. Hey, it's me, William Shatner. Oh, Jesus. From 
Rescue 911. Oh, God. Remember that shit? Yeah. I just remember that in the 90s and the early 2000s, this type of show was so fucking popular. Yeah. Every channel had one. People were just obsessed with being like, yo, like, somebody had a problem, and then somebody was a hero. Do you, know what's, do you know what's funny about these shows, though, is that... Um, or Unsolved Mystery portion. Like, the, I was talking about the Rescue 911, but then there was also the been like, yo, this person over here is a bad fucking dude. We haven't found him yet, but you could. And that's the thing. And that, So what's the crazy about these shows in, like, Dateline, right, is they show on prime time. Right. Which I'm not saying you have to shelter your children from shit, but talking about something that's stuck with me forever, when I was about... This stuff? Seven or eight, mm-hmm. my mom was watching Dateline. And I came in the room, and they were talking about a woman who went to her house, and her dog was in the backyard. And she was like, that's weird. How'd the dog get out? She opened the sliding glass door and went out to get the dog. And in the meantime, someone slipped into the house and then murdered her. And I have thought about that forever. Damn. All I'm saying is, Dateline, you should be on (laughs) at like 10 p.m. (laughs) Let me go to bed first. (laughs) Um... This movie, <clears throat> if you go back and, and, and you watch it, mm-hmm. um, has a lot of technical problems. And I'll touch on some of them because they're really interesting. One of them being right here, when we see Famke Jensen sitting in the bathtub watching this TV show. Okay. They cut to the TV and it has the worst fake TV filter on it that I've ever seen. The I didn't image, notice. The image would look like a pixel. If she was actually watching it from, like, this, like, filter they've put on it so it doesn't just look like she's not watching anything on the TV. It's fucking terrible. Um, this movie's marred with production errors that okay. we'll, we'll go through throughout it. Sure. But um, she gets on her cell phone and um, she hits up her husband. Yeah. Played by Jeffrey Rush. He, once again, I'm going to say Jeffrey Rush is one of the hardest working actors in Hollywood. Because he's carrying this whole film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, literally anything he does is so well done over the top. Well, and do you know what's the weird thing about him? I don't. Did you read any of the trivia for this? Uh, I did not. I left that to you. Okay, so if you're watching this movie and you're saying, wow, that's cool. They made him look like, uh, like um, Vincent Price. Oh, who, I did read this. Who is in the original film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, wrong. <laughs> Originally, the character was written to just be a plain old millionaire. He said, that's boring. I want to be John Waters. Right. And then accidentally just became <laughs> Vincent Price. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that's one of those ones where I'm like, Price. Hmm. No, no, and, and apparently he wa- he really wanted to be, like, effeminate. Because throughout the film, they, they this movie goes hard on some shit about his character specifically from his wife. They're, they're kinksters. <laughs> Kinky old characters, ain't it? <laughs> God. So, um, he's talking to his wife. She's explaining what she wants to do his first birthday party. And he's basically like, hey, shut the fuck up. I'm busy. Yeah. Um, I, I, th- these two and their relationship through this film is so hard to figure out. Until those final moments. You know they hate fuck hard. Yeah, you, you're like, you're like, I don't know if you guys are truly playing a game or like you actually hate each other. Like I could not I'll figure say, it out until those, you know, the, the, the reveals halfway through. I'm going to say, um, my personal theory is that she genuinely does not love him, but he does. 
because later in the film something happens that we'll touch on that I actually think is one of the best moments of the film. Okay. But so here we are at um Stephen Price's amusement park. Yeah. Definitely not Islands of Adventure. Definitely not just the Hulk roller coaster. Yeah, it <laughs> is. No, but the Hulk, if like he was also crazy. Yeah. And also <laughs> like, he's like 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 the like this ugh. Here's the gimmick of this roller coaster. He literally says yeah, but how many roller coasters have you ever ridden where you start at the top? <laughs> what the fuck? All of them? A bunch? <laughs> that is the weirdest line. And they put him in an elevator simulator that you wouldn't even, you'd be like, I'm not falling. Okay, here's another thing though. <laughs> Alright, um, let's talk about Terror Incognita for a second. Let's talk the about- The elevator ride they go on? <laughs> Honey, I wanna go in the Terror Incognita. <laughs> So incognitant, <laughs> incontinence. I d- I shit my pants on it. I guess it really does fit the name. Uh, um, so they get in this elevator. Him and this reporter, and yeah. they're asking, "Did your park open late because someone died?" He's like, "No one's ever died." Anyway, brush on. <laughs> they go to the top, and then the elevator creaks. He blames it on new steel, and then it drops. It's showing them that they're about to plummet to the ground. Meanwhile, I don't know why the cameraman is jumping. Okay, so... Is he hoping that he'll hit the ceiling instead of the floor? Number one, in some insane world, right, you somehow think that the four to five story elevator that I saw outside is now this, like, 85 foot (laughs) drop? Yes. Yes. It's so wrong. How is this, like, how are you even, like, oh, my God, because that's what this cameraman's doing. He's just like, oh, fuck, oh, God, oh, my God. And they're freaking out that they're going to die. Right. And it turns out, ladies and gentlemen, it's just the most realistic elevator simulator that's ever existed. <laughs> Stephen Price should be a goddamn, like, quadruple billionaire because, like, he's invented an insane technology. I know, right? Like, like. Oh, wait, but that's not even the most insane technology he's invented because when we get on the roller coaster, we see some other complete bullshit. That? Okay, this is where it gets insane because that, I'm like, okay, maybe they can do some sort of weird free fall? I've, I've built an <laughs> elevator simulator. Yeah. Oh, you're an elevatorologist? I am an elevatorologist. No, back at Great America, we built an elevator um, simulator. It doesn't do shit like this. It literally lifts you up two inches and drops. That's it. This is fucking bullshit. But this roller coaster, first off, they do not dispatch those trains that close together. Because it's literally showing them winding. If you're familiar with the Hulk roller coaster at Universal Studios in Florida at the Islands of Adventure... It doesn't even matter if you're familiar with that. Well, if you're familiar with any, roller, any coaster, roller coaster, you know that only one train can go at a time. Unless there's block breaks and they have to be farther apart. Right. They they can't be right on top of each These other. These ones literally are going through okay. the same coil, <laughs> Cobra coil roll together. Okay. This is, this is something that I was curious about, though. Like, can you, as a ride engineer... Uh, or uh, operator, can you launch both in order to get that shot? Yes, probably. Probably. And there's That's definitely wild. no people on it. So, I mean, the risk is that you're going to hurt the ride. Right. But this park was like almost brand new at this point. So it was publicity for it as well. Sure. But, um, yeah. So, you know, so, so okay. Yeah. So there's so, literally a coaster about, I would say, 20 feet in front of them. Yeah. The track comes undone. It okay. <laughs> flies off the track 
and the people, the camera crew are like, oh, fuck, we're going to die. We yep. worked this trick 10 minutes ago, but we're going to die. Yeah. The track fucking fixes itself. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, that's meanwhile, crazy. Meanwhile, though, like, here's. Oh, yeah. The, the engineer uh... guy is like, we've got a problem. Yeah. As soon as the tra- track snaps. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is, this is why I was like, this is definitely not, this is definitely a fake out. It's because the track snaps and this guy goes, hey, hey, we have a problem. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I really don't care about those people. Yeah. On the ride. If, 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 if literally you were, you saw a track snap, you'd be like, shit, stop the ride. Somebody stop the fucking ride. <laughs> There's nothing we can do. They're past an e-stop position. Oh no. Terror incognita. So it flies off. It fixes itself. And the guy goes, yeah, we got a problem. Passenger yeah. six's arm keeps coming off, and and they're talking about the dummies that are yeah. on the the first train that like went off the tracks. So are you telling me you have to reset that every time? Are you, are, yeah, are you telling me that an entire coaster went off the track and then just landed somewhere, like in a big bucket? <laughs> I would love to be near that area of the park where those things are landing. Where in they it. just land and just scrape on the ground. Because I'll tell you right now, as and a then, person who's been to Islands of Adventure, it's already loud as fuck in that part of the park because that coaster's hella loud. Could you imagine just be like, oh, let's have a picnic right over here, Johnny. And then there's just, there's, there's literally a, a crew who has to crane over. <laughs> The coaster back the coaster on only the runs cart. twice a day because they have to completely reset it afterwards. Terror incognita. So he gets back on the phone with his wife, and she's like, "I want to have my party at this thing. I'm sending you a guest list." Right. He goes, Why would she trust him? She goes to his weird. <laughs> he goes to his weird office. Yeah, and he has a thing, and he's like, "Here, this is what I think of your guest list." He shreds the guest list, and he makes his own. He leaves the office. And then a ghost does it. And here's what I'm okay. saying about production errors. Okay. Cause I'm supposed to believe a ghost is typing this. Then why the fuck can I see a shadow <laughs> typing on the keyboard? <laughs> you can see a shadow enter the shot, type on the keyboard, and then leave the shot. What shadow? Exactly. When they go to the computer to show the new guest list being typed up, mm-hmm. there's a fucking shadow that enters the shot because it's a person Getting in there to type on the keyboard the new names that you're watching. And then you and what, see- they zoomed past the keyboard? Yes, but you could see the shadow on the screen. It's literally the outline of a person. Why not just play a video on the screen? I don't know. There's a <laughs> lot of problems in this movie where you're like, why? what? Because if you're not going to show the actual keys depressed, like, invisible, like then what does it matter? But it's funny, it's like, damn, who made this movie? Ed Wood? You guys <laughs> only get one shot? <laughs> Because there's another shot later that has a problem with it. I'm like, would you guys just be like, ah, fuck, we, it, we can't afford it. We spent our whole budget on Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful people. The beautiful people. <laughs> yeah. So, um, ghosts use email now. Nah, dude. We learn later. Ghosts use the internet. <laughs> like, literally, that's the explanation. Like, they could get through an internet cable, right? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Scooby-Doo Cyber Chase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, Mary Lou did that. Yeah, but she's cool. <laughs> yeah, this is fucking bogus. Stupid-ass black mist. So then again, this is when we get to hear that fucking song again. Uh, yeah. Um. Everyone arrives. 
and we're we're in um, sh- with a hearse in the lead. Yeah, <laughs> it's just on brand. <laughs> there's no other reason. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, there's a hearse that escorts all these people to this house. So, for for sake of not getting mixed up later, I'll just say who the people are, and they all talk about what their jobs are mm-hmm. a little bit later. So we have Allie Larder, who sure. is. Um, at this point, telling everyone that she's actually a, a film executive. Right. Then we have, um, which like wait, I mean, way to just like double down right at, right out of you know just being like I'm gonna I'm gonna live a lie tonight. Yeah. If I die, <laughs> it's okay. No one will know. I know, right? Um, we have Veronica from Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> so hot, want to touch the hiney. <laughs> Uh, me and my friend, we, uh, a ghost and, and her, you know. <laughs> no, they didn't. But you could imagine if it could. Yeah. <laughs> um, with Tay Diggs, <laughs> who's an ex-baseball player. And then we got Peter Gallagher, who's a doctor. And then, who's right up there in the front letting him in? Motherfucking Chris Kattan. Who is the, the owner of Haunted Hill. Okay, yeah. The oddest casting choice. Hey. If you watched two minutes of this movie and you in this two minutes and you're like, God, fuck, Chris Kattan sucks. I hope he's not in this movie a lot. He is almost the main character. <laughs> and you know what? It's weird because like you go, what? And then I rewatched it and I was like, except for that ending, like I'm OK with him. Oh, except for the ending. I thought you meant with the ending. You're like, no. yeah, Chris Kattan. Except for the ending. He I'm is... okay with him. Like, he serves his point. He serves his purpose. There's a couple things where it's like, if you're this terrified of this house, why the fuck are you renting it? Yeah. Like, so, if so... you're like, I know about the fucking black mist evil that will like, he, cause there's a line in here. There is a line. When he talks about he the goes, evil in it. He goes, uh, uh, you know, the, the evil, you don't even want to mess with that. Like, and they're like, what are you talking to me? He goes, you know, like death by erosion. I'm like, one, how the fuck do you already know about that? Yeah, that's a big deal. Right? <laughs> that's, hey, and, hey, and bud, two, that should be in your contract. And two, why are you like, yeah, yeah, I'll let you in before six. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to make a buck. But like, yeah, so he is actually the owner of, of Haunted Hill. Um, he's the owner of the asylum. And, uh, so he lets him in. And of Hill House. Of Hill. Fuck, God damn it, that's not what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> you really had me for a second. I was like, yeah, Hill House. <laughs> Fuck you. <It's... laughs> I can't remember what the name of the, uh, the asylum actually is. It's the Vandicut. Vandicut, um, Hospital for the Mentally Insane. Right. Yes. Because of, because, because of. Because of, it's named uh, after the doctor Dr. that Jeffrey Richmond. Richard Richmond. Richmond. Richard Benjamin Vanicut. Yes. So they go inside mm-hmm. and um they look up at this very much on the nose fucking uh <laughs> like stained glass in the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one side it's angels, the other side it's demons, and then the middle is like crazy people. And t- the middle's Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's me, the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> but he says, um, uh, but uh, what what I want to point out is, what is up with this? Is is this a sane asylum also a hotel? Like, why does it look like this? Yeah, a sane asylums did look nice in the front because you had to feel comfortable dropping your loved ones off at it. Okay, 
yeah, it's it's kind of a shitty thing, but it would look like this. But not that, because Chris Kattan says something. He says, yeah, he was, like, obsessed with it. It's from the medieval times. It's like, no, the fuck it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. But it has a really shitty ham-fisted metaphor in it, because Famke Jensen comes in. It explodes. I, uh, so, uh, and the glass I falls. I don't get... Why people aren't, cause he's like, yeah, it's been up there for forever. And then the second that you were talking about it, it just explodes. I'd be like, you know what guys? That's it. Like, I gotta tell you right now, there's a fucking ghost in here. Like, <laughs> it look, look what just happened. We were just talking about glass and boom, glass. But like, I will, we're done. I will say the movie does do an okay job. I'll give it a 65% on this of setting up the fact that yes, Jeffrey Rush's character is an right. amusement He's the park master owner. of effects and stuff like that, but also to know that they were going to talk about glass. Yeah. <laughs> so it the huge chunk of glass falls and it almost kills Famke Jensen. She has who's on Tay Diggs pushes her out of the way and she says, "Did you mention Tay Diggs?" Yeah, he's a baseball player. Yeah. He mentions it later, but yes. She pushes him off him and says, "Get off of me, you pervert." Yeah, like, she's an awful okay. character. She's, which, she's not fun. But Jeffrey rushes because he says, "Wow, I don't think I've heard you ever say that to something with a penis." <laughs> <laughs> and she's when she says something like, "Only to you," and it's like, "I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like watching couples fight." Like I know, this. <laughs> like mommy and daddy. I don't like it. No, she. No, I'm sorry. Take it back. What? He says. I don't think you've ever said that to something with a penis. And she says something to the effect of, yeah, neither have you. And it's like, oh, oh, is this where we're going with this? <laughs> they, okay. So I'm, I'm going to establish for you right now. She calls him gay and a cuckold yep. in this movie yep. <laughs> several times. <laughs> okay. uh, and, and that's what I'm like. What was their relationship ever? Like, okay, because... Put a pin in that. Because we'll get, I don't want to We'll get into reveal. it later, yes. But, like, yeah, they, they just fight so hard. I mean, and it's kind of, it is kind of entertaining. But at the same time, yeah, it's awkward as hell. Yeah, it's like watching your actual friends fight at, right? like, a party. So, um, at this point, too, it's weird because, like, nobody in this room. Is that upset? Not the upset, No. Nobody in this room is going, so excuse me, um, how are we all connected? How are we, like, nobody... No one ever asked that the whole film. Yeah, nobody nobody at any given time is like how we all connected, and then only in private scenes between the two of them do they ever go like, who the fuck are these people? I didn't invite them, I didn't invite them either, right? But nobody ever then goes back out and is like, Excuse me, so, like, who the fuck are you guys because you're not the people I invited? Exactly. It's weird. Right? right? I mean, they both blame each other. Being The prices blame Which is each fun, other. It's kind of like right? some tension throughout it. Right, and they think each other is lying. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know, get to the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then uh, Famke Jensen's character is an Evelyn, by the way. That's her yes, name. Evelyn. Um, she also talks about how I'm probably gonna wind up calling Jeffrey Rush Vincent by mistake. Yeah, right. Because last <laughs> name's fucking Price. Right. Yeah. Um. She talks about how 
Steven has tried to kill her numerous times. Yeah, I was like, is that not like a, 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 a kind of an analogy? Yeah. Or is it, like, did it actually happen? And then some of my favorite Chris Kattan parts come up next where he talks about how, yeah, my dad died here and my grandpa died here too. <laughs> yeah, just don't, um, don't worry about it. Like, just, uh, I want to get paid. Yeah, oh my god. This is the part where I was like, Chris Kattan, I want you at this fucking movie. Where he's <laughs> right. like, well, he goes, because he did- my goddamn money, goddamn it! <laughs> yeah, because, because he wanted, he wanted out too. <laughs> yeah. He's like, just give me my goddamn money, goddamn it! <laughs> Somebody gives me the goddamn check, I can get out of here before the doors close and I can get off the set. Yeah. So then they all start introducing themselves to each other in this room with, while Evelyn and Steven go have a, like a lover spat with each other. Um, he goes and checks the cameras first with his buddy. And there it is, front and center, the most beautiful sight in this film. Two blockbuster rentals. <laughs> Hell yeah. They were really trying to get that, that eye level shelf I for this it, movie. Right? And there's also a um a Freddy glove in the maintenance room in here. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um so this is where he's like, Yeah, good job on the glass, I think. Yeah, and he's like, didn't do it. Right. Oh, the glass thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Such a ham fisted like telling everyone what's going on it's literally the veil between heaven and hell breaking in front of them like that's so fucking dumb that's is it, that's the interpretation yeah because it's the the glass above them is literally uh heaven uh-huh. and hell and in in the center of it is the insanity of the ins- asylum right separating the two right and it's the veil of the living and as soon as they walk in, it breaks, and it's like, it's ghost time. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's so fucking dumb. You're not being clever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay. yeah, it, it's it's just, it's, this movie is anything but subtle. Um, so, also, who is shining all the spotlights through the house? It has a, um... The asylum itself has like a lighthouse thing on it because it's at it's on the end of uh, a cliff. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was like who the fuck is just like living in a house with like spotlights? Don't and worry, just, like, like a chopper's flying by. Don't worry, because you just brought up another problem this movie has. Where in the next inciting incident, you can still see the light coming through occasionally, and it's like that's impossible. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. Evelyn and Price are having a conversation in their bedroom, an argument about how he's tried to kill her before, why did he drop the glass, him being like, I didn't do it, as far as I know, you just tried to get yourself killed to frame me in front of all these people, and then they say, she says, I gave you a guest list, and he said, so, I made my own. Is and then, she like a master tricksman too? Oh yes. <laughs> like, you know we what I mean? later, yes. You know what I mean? Like, like... Like, did they, did they meet each other at like a magician's convention? Like, what? Because there's one twist in this movie that works really well because there's nothing hinting that it exists otherwise <laughs> until the moment it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, and you know what? He comes back. Or, I'm gonna put it out there right here, right now that we were talking about it. I kind of wish that there were no ghosts by the end of this movie. That would have been dope. Yeah. That would have been a real good twist. I'd have been, right? Just up until the that, two of them torturing each other the whole time, just trying to drive each other crazy. Honestly, up until the last moment with the, right. with the, you with the done smoke it. ghost. You could have done it. You could have done it. Yep. Yeah, because that part sucks. Yep. Um, so, Price comes back in, and it's again, it's the, God damn it, give me my goddamn money! Yeah. And he's about to write a check, 
And he goes, basically like, or everyone here can stay till morning and you'll all get a million dollars as long as you survive. Right. And then they're like, okay. And then he goes, and well, then okay, if so, you die. But, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because there's got to be some like asterisks here. Like if somebody was like, yo, okay, first I'm inviting you here. And then when you get here, here's the deal. Um, if you survive until morning, I'll give you a million dollars. And I'd be like, um, <laughs> excuse hands me? in air. Why'd you right? say survive? Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Because I'm like, the, the dummy would be like, oh, because of the haunted house. <laughs> right. And I'm like, no, um, he just said survive. This motherfucker could just shoot me in the face. Do you know why I would raise my hand again later too? What? When he gives everyone a fucking gun. And, yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, holy shit, I've seen Clue. It's like, why does everyone have a gun? Right. That's not gonna protect me against a ghost, unless it's the ghost bullets from fucking Scary Movie 2. But I don't, like, okay, the, the introduction and handing over of these guns doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't at all. It's like, weird. Like, what was his plan? You could shoot someone? Like the first person to kill Evelyn tonight? I had a feeling his initial plan was at the end to have something happen where someone killed her. Yeah, like where I'll pay you more if you kill her kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and then it's, they're blanks. Or are they? No, they were supposed to be. I remember? Know, but then the ghosts made them real. I know, what? <laughs> the clips, the clips are also welded shut. So. <laughs> Um, so yeah. There's like, there's like one, like, like no face monster just like listening to sweet dreams, like with a headset on, like loading the guns, like when nobody's looking. <laughs> it's really... Everybody. He keeps <laughs> dropping bullets because every couple seconds he's his shaking. face is like, <laughs> God damn it. There's like bullets everywhere. <laughs> Shit. God damn it. So he explains. Who keeps getting fast forward on the, on the remote control? The tracking's all fucked up on my face. <laughs> um, he explains that if you survive, you get a million. Every person that drops out or dies, the money then gets filtered out to everyone else. So it's more and more money throughout the night. Which I guess is another, I guess then that's the incentive to be like, here's a gun. Yeah, right? Basically like kill the people you're with and yeah. you can win. Um, and you'll get more. I guess so. So, <laughs> the doors lock as that's as just Chris the doors, say, guys. It's not like just, it's like it's like this is the same thing that happened this, to the people who died. Yeah, right. So so basically, there was this lockdown device that like would place steel barriers and or barricades on every window, every door, every everything, even like up in the attic, like everything that possibly was an exit out, and that was what was activated. When the people all burn to death. Right. And, yes. and, and this so, place looks really good for a raging and, fire and going off of it. In something it. I don't think you mentioned in that backstory flashback is the fact that five people survived. Survived, yes. Five people did survive. Yeah. Yes. They don't um, say who they are or anything like that. Right. Um, and they bring that up again in like a couple minutes. They say, yeah, only five survived. Just right. to remind you because it's a big thing later. Right. Um. Yeah. So everyone gets locked in. And they're like, oh shit, Chris Catan tries to get out. This motherfucker wants to get out so bad he just breaks a window with like the palm of his hand and he's <laughs> well, like bleeding everywhere. Okay. So here's the thing about Chris Catan, like he knew, right? He absolutely knew that this was going to happen, right? Yeah. Why did you schedule like the party meeting start 
for like <laughs> a few <laughs> minutes before it happens. Yeah. Yeah. If if you're like, yo, like, uh, um, I gotta get you guys there before seven o'clock. They're like, what? What happens after seven o'clock? Don't worry about it. Just come on in, right? And then everybody's like running late and being like oh sorry the hearse broke down and like all this stuff and he's like oh my god we're so close shit dude i'm so sorry <laughs> my fucking uber took me to the haunting of hill house <laughs> easy mistake <laughs> guy from et's here though that's pretty dope <laughs> um uh. so yeah they're all locked in and um chris katan explains that there's probably a door operation thing in the basement right so, Jeffrey Rush leaves to go talk to his tech about, like, what the fuck? I, that was a cool trick. Yeah. Right? And then he's they like, go in the I basement. I didn't do it. Right? He's like, and then it, at that point, I'd be like, all right, so, like, all hands on deck. Like, I didn't fucking do this. Like, we're it's ghost time. <laughs> but wait, <laughs> like, hold on. Didn't but, he say I didn't do the glass? He goes up there to say, what's up with the doors? Oh, yes. And he says, I didn't do that again. Yes, because, yes, the thing hasn't happened yet to him. Right. Um, so they go in the basement, and in the basement is the bodies exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been to that? Yeah, that? I I've never actually been. I've just seen it advertised. Yeah, my dad and I went when I was like thirteen. Oh, that shit fucked me up. Yeah, but hey, I'm gonna throw this out for you right now. Those bodies are fucking destroyed at this point. Oh, I'm sure. But all the glass is broken? Mm-hmm. They're just in the elements? Yeah. They would be like goo. Okay, I got a question. Yeah. Alright. I'm not a bodyologist, so don't ask me. No, I, I'm, I'm gonna wonder if you're a py, pyro, py, pyroologist. Oh, a, a fire, py- a fire doctor, yes. Yeah, fire, yeah, yeah. Um. Yes, they would have burned. <laughs> not just that. This, this place does not look burned. That's what I said. This place looks great for having been burned to the ground. <laughs> like, like, but they do mention that they've been renovating it forever. So I guess so, but, but it doesn't still, look like it's been burned at all. The the basement doesn't, yeah, at all look like it's been burned. You know what it looks like? Okay, I'm gonna tell you a story. It's Jonathan's story time for a second here, right? Now, there's a place where the naked ladies dance. Oh, called Glendale Hospital, right? Uh, it basically was a tuberculosis hospital in Maryland, uh, built in 1934 and used all the way up to 81, right? And then it shut down, and to this day, is just abandoned, right? Ooh. And I, as like. Hmm, when I was like 20, between 21 and 24, right, would take groups of friends and go. Like, I'd be like, I, I researched this. It, it's a huge piece of property. It has like, uh, like 34 different buildings on the abandoned property. Like, yeah. sprawling, right? There used, to, there used to be an asylum behind Great America, and now a tech company owns it. They, it's their entire campus. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, the reason why this sits abandoned still is the fact that um, there was some sort of law written that said you couldn't use the hospital in any other way than hospital or, like, uh, elder care. Uh, so, like, it's like if you do not per- repurpose the grounds for that in some way, shape, or form, you can't use the land. 
right? So it just sits Spooky. with people being like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, Zach Baggins, get on it. Right? So, uh, right? I, I used to go there, right? Late at night, we used to sneak on the property, right? And it, what this house looks like, looks like this, which is just like, I don't know, 30 years worth of age, paint peeling. Yeah. Um, like, uh, just gurneys everywhere and and just the, that kind of thing where you're just like this is creepy this is spooky you guys did a good job and researched an abandoned hospital somewhere you guys did a good job on going to the tower of terror but did you burn any of those hospitals down no no so you didn't do your job no it doesn't no, look, yeah <laughs> it literally doesn't look like it's been touched by a fire at all not at all not one bit. And then the things that you kind of want to see down in this basement, you don't. Like, you do see it a, a, a little bit. A couple things. Just meaning, like, y you want... Another reason why I told you the story is that the things that I saw that were just there, left over, right, in a place that isn't haunted, <laughs> you know, are creepy, Right? Like, I did see dolls in certain areas. I did see patients' record charts. I saw, uh, like, like I said, gurneys. I saw the morgue in itself. I don't even think I see them. We see a morgue in this. Nope. Right? Uh, all these things that would be in any normal hospital, insane asylum or tuberculosis, it doesn't matter. And like, these things that you see everywhere, like, right? You don't really see it. You just see electrotherapy room. Actually, we don't even see a, like, a padded cell. Nope. Not at all. Huh. So those kind of things, those imagery, I think would have heightened this film. Yeah, there's a lot that this film, like I said, there's a lot that this film does well, but then it misses on all fronts on a bunch of other shit. Fair. Very um, fair. My favorite part coming up, though, is when they're in the basement and Chris Kattan's like, yeah, that's the bleeding door. Just keep going. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I, uh, hey, what? Okay. So that's another thing. I don't understand how the the entity, the big, the the worst thing, you know, the erosion, whatever you want to call it, the creeping mist of naked ladies. How is it held behind just a door? I don't know. That door's made of paper, as we learned later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it was just rusted, waiting for somebody to just touch it so it could crumble away later. Okay, so here's another thing about this movie. Why is it paranormal? Why is it paranormal? I want to ask you, and I want to ask everyone listening, ask yourself, why is it paranormal? Why is paranormal stuff happening here? Because they have not set up a single thing to explain to you why anything paranormal is happening in this hospital. Well, because the inmates were tortured? But at the end, there's a locked door with an evil entity in it that uh -huh. was boarded over. Where the fuck did that come from? That was just Chris Kattan's dad one day. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta board this shit up! Oh, uh, yeah, my dad was actually a smoke monster. <laughs> yeah, right. He That's not actually the same entity as the other ghost in no, there. But that's what I'm saying. Is like That part of the movie has no... It's literally like just like jammed in there. Yeah. It this whole no like sense. the evil of the house thing. Yeah. And I'm like, so what are the other ghosts that are exactly. out? Exactly. So... <laughs> what are shaky ghosts? Yeah. What are what are what's the doctor who's walking around and, and shaking sh and shaking? <laughs> yeah, it's just really cold in there. <laughs> oh fuck, we need some heat. <laughs> so they keep walking. They find the electric shock therapy room, and then they find the schizophrenia tank. Um, 
which yes. is like th- that is an insane sequence that's going to come Do, up eventually. I'm going to tell you that that's that sequence and that that thought process of like what if I would like I got locked in there. Yeah, 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 yeah that's scary. To touch on a, another personal story of mine, as yeah. I said, m- the old park I worked at, Great America, um, literally a mile and a quarter down the street from an, the one of the largest insane asylums in California. Uh, it was called Agnews. It was huge. First story of it in 1906, when the Great Earthquake of 1906 happened, it crumbled to the ground. And anyone who didn't die just got out. They did not have the resources to actually track anyone down. Cool. Most of those people are probably okay people. <laughs> They're good. I mean, you know, a lot of people got locked away for things. Yeah, I know. It's like the lesbian ward was out there. Like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so then... <laughs> so then they rebuilt it. And then um, in... This is a, I mean, this is a sad part of the story, but in around 2009, um, President Obama got rid of the rest of them in the United States. He said, no more of these facilities are not well taken care of, which is true, but they were serving a semi-function. Sure. And when they closed it, they just said to 5,000 people, if your family's not here, welcome to the streets. Huh. So, this place is down the street from Great America. Tons of people in the area either went there or worked there. Oh no! Oh, uh, what is it? No. My second season at Great America. Oh, no, no. We built a fucking asylum maze, and they were gonna call it Agnew Acres at first. Literally named after the asylum down the street. Oh shit! We went on a tour of the museum that they have. That's basically like a memorial museum to how terrible the place was. Right. And everyone was like, "Is this a good idea?" <laughs> I, you were talking about the morgue thing, and I was like, damn. I built a skeleton key room, which was an extra paid experience, where you laid on a morgue slab and got pushed into essentially a locker, and you laid in there in the dark, and they blew air on you. Worked so hard on it. The next year, Haunt was open for two weeks. They got hella controversy, and we had to turn the maze into a hotel in a week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, so it's just this movie. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and it's, 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 there's stuff presented in this movie that is really scary. And, and, and one of the reasons I brought up that story is to say, you know, asylums are scary, but you know, the truth is a lot scarier than the fiction. Yeah. And like, you know, these are fucked up places. Yeah. So it does feel kind of bad to like set something scary and something real. Okay. But also what, is, what is Chris Kattan's goal here? Is he running like an Airbnb? Yeah, like, I know. I is, don't know what it is. <laughs> Does he work for the like historical society? And also, they go to see the clean place. <laughs> Didn't this, like the black mist. Four this is, stars. This is my other question: <laughs> Why do people just keep walking away from people? Yeah, they look at the schizophrenia tank and they turn around, and Chris Kattan and Jeffrey Rush are just fucking gone. Yeah. No, the, 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 at no point did anybody say like, "Hey, gonna go this way." You know, yeah. like, especially, like, I get it. I understand that, like, just Jeffrey Rush is like, yeah, my wife's re- responsible for this, right? And, and, and other people are listening to Chris Kattan being like, yeah, we're all gonna fucking die, right? And so, like, everybody can believe whatever they want, but I still think everybody's motivations should still be the same of being like, we need to be together and stay in contact with each other. Yeah. Because 
none of us other than Pritchett, which is Chris Kattan's character. I don't think we've said Pritchett no, yet. No, his name's Pritchett, right? yeah. Uh, other than Pritchett know where has we are. been yeah. right. Right? So, so like, I, I mean, look at the place. Like, I mean, it, they made it seem labyrinth-esque, yeah. you know? Like, so I'd be like, no, no, we're sticking together. So when, That's that weird horror trope. Yeah. When Pritchett and Price leave, right? And yeah. Allie Larder and Tay Diggs are stuck right there together by themselves. It's when we get to see our first ghost in this movie. Right in the top right corner is the ghost of a boom mic operator's career because it's literally just in the fucking shot. Really? It's an overhead shot okay. of the whole room. And you know how sometimes you see a boom because it dips into the shot? Wow, you were really paying attention here. You can see the entire pole. You can almost see his hands. It's on the opposite side of this of the, of the schizophrenic tank, and you, you could see it, and it shows up in the shot three times. Really? <laughs> they cut back, and you still see it in the fucking shot the whole time. I was like, come on, you guy. Well, <laughs> well played. Where did this fucking... Like budget for this movie, go. It's a boom mic. Fuck. <laughs> so then, T- you T- know, he made that joke on set. Yeah, I know. T Diggs also disappears. Yeah, he disappears too. But you know what? And then Allie the thing. Is- okay, I'll hold that thought until you explain this scene. So Allie Lauder sees ghost mouth, ghost, big mouth, ghost <laughs> guy. <laughs> This movie is fucking weird. <laughs> they don't explain why any of the ghosts look like they do. They were just like... These ghosts seem like they were left over from something else. Let me tell you this. Well, and that's an interesting thing that you were, touched on. I think. I think this I did ghost read was that. from a different movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, these monsters in this movie looked like... If, if we lived in a world where real monsters had to be in movies... They showed up for the Pan's Labyrinth audition, and they were told, you're not really what we're looking for. (laughs) These these monsters literally came to our planet in order to star in Men in Black International. Yeah. And were turned away. They were like, listen, we're really only looking for the people getting checked in. You're just not cutting it. Yeah, this first one you see is a dude with, like, skin eyes and a huge mouth. Yeah, it's like comical. And and is this where he like like screams at her? No, that's 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 later. That's later Nobody yeah. shakes. Yeah. And she's like, "I got to find Tay Diggs." Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go. Uh, check please. <laughs> um and then she goes and she sees Tay Diggs and he shakes a bunch. Well, yeah, he's he, she like sees him from down the hallway, right? And, and he, she's he like, walks away. "Eddie." And he's just like like they He's got like a glow in his eyes. Yeah. Right? And then like he goes into this room. And she sees him shake a bunch. Right? And here's the problem with the shaking noise. It made me laugh every time because it makes the sound of someone jacking off. It's like a... <laughs> and you're like, ugh. <laughs> so he proceeds to... Spooky. Drop into one of the biggest fucking questions I have about this movie. Why the fuck is there a blood vat? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yo, you can't run a proper hospital without a, bla- a vat of blood. Like a whole Chris Gatan is dedicated to making this place as authentic as possible in its renovations because there is still a blood vat. So Tadig, well, don't worry about that. That's what I use to paint. Yeah, <laughs> this, this and, and entire you know what's the worst house. Part is we learn when Tadig drops into this blood vat, she gets him out. He's actually not in it. It's been imagined. 
and he rescues her. Hey, excuse me. But how come there really not? still is a blood vat? <laughs> yes. I thought it was going to be oil. A dream? I thought it was going to be at least oil, like it was like next to the furnace or something, right? Nope. Because she literally says, why did I just put my hands in a vat of blood? Yeah, and she goes upstairs and she's like, yeah, I'm not... She's like, I'm not imagining shit. I just had my hand in a bag of fucking blood. And they're like, oh, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Oh, right? blood vat room? Yeah. Yeah, because Chris Kattan goes like, oh, oh, blood blood vat? Oh, you were you were just de- dealing with, a, like, a ghost. You were dealing with, a, like, a poltergeist. That's nothing. Like, yeah. wait till, he goes, that, and that's where he goes, wait, wait till you see the erosion. Yeah. Right? I was like, what the fuck? How do you know about the erosion? Like, or one day you just walked in and you were like, ah, back erosion. And he was like, uh, <laughs> ah, I loved you in Night at the Roxbury. God damn it. <laughs> one thing that we did not touch on is, is a, a really quick succession of things with her character where A, you find out she's not a TV executive. She was an assistant who got fired. Right. Two, you find out she's incredibly handy and just sticks her hand in live wires and rewires the place to be back hey, on. Hey man, sometimes you just gotta get in there and you gotta get some lights on. And then sometimes, hey <laughs> man, sometimes you just gotta get in there and grab some ass. Cause Tay Diggs helps her up and literally like cops a Yo, feel of her butthole. They, <laughs> they definitely fuck after this. Yes. After but that this part movie? is so weird. And she's like, hey, watch it there. And then she's like, but it's cool. So then, oh, a character we completely fucking forgot about still, Veronica from Billy Madison. <laughs> Yeah. She's been here. She's been filming. Okay, because she apparently had a television show. And it got canceled. And now she's looking for the next big thing. So she's like, if I get a ghost on footage, I'll get it. So she's downstairs and she gets... Um, What a pipe dream, sweetheart. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Ghost Adventures has been on for years and everyone still thinks it's fake. (laughs) They've yet to even, like... They've yet to even cross the line of being like, uh, let's just insert a ghost. (laughs) Even they're like, yeah, we can't, uh, we've never been able to confirm it, but let's yeah. just throw it in there. My eyes are crossed now because of a 12-foot demon. <laughs> um, So yeah, Veronica's trying to catch a ghost on tape. She gets ghost blown. Which is, she just sits there and the wind's like... <sighs> oh, I thought she, I, th- I thought that was like called a Dan Aykroyd. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Busting makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, so she proceeds to follow... Brought to you by Skullhead Vodka. <laughs> Carly's sister... What? In her room... Uh-huh. ...had a thing back home, a little skull with alcohol in it, and I said, oh my god, why do you have this thing of crystal skull vodka? And she goes, what is that? I just thought it was vodka and a skull. I thought it was cool. I was like, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, her and her friend just bought it because they thought it looked cool. And I was like, that's why he makes money on the He's product. Like, yep. Got him. <laughs> just wait till I come out with nothing but trouble tequila. <laughs> Shaped like a penis nose. <laughs> John Candy Candy. <laughs> so John would love it. Yeah. She gets ghost winded. She follows... <laughs> ghost winded? She gets demon winded. That just makes you demon wind. Yeah. Ah. Um, ghost winded. Just... 
Ooh. <laughs> I've been spooking around too much. God damn it, I've been chasing Casper around. All day. Well, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I don't think a ghost should be chasing Casper around. That might be a crime. No, just maybe it's 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 Fatso. Like, oh, God. Is that uh, what that ghost's name is in that movie? Fatso? Yeah, Fatso, Stinky, and um, Wiener. Pee-pee ghost. <laughs> Pervy. Oh, that's Casper. Uh, is it Lanky? Larry? I don't know what the... <laughs> Lengthy. <laughs> Slippy, swippy. Who um, knows? So... That's stupid-ass movie. Veronica, this scene's actually really cool. Um, she goes into this operation room, and on her camera, it shows people operating on a guy like we saw in the opening. Okay, okay, yeah, th- th- this is cool because guess what, man? Like... This is something um, from another... Boom. Jonathan Storytime. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So, when I used to go to summer camp, right? I was I was in boy choir, right? So I would go to a summer camp where we, like, trained for, like, for more music, right? Is this a story we should tell a cop? No. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. No. But this is... choir boy camp. Dude, dude, this is, this is crazy stuff, man. Like, go, this is ghost stuff. This is cool ghost stuff yeah this is ghost stuff so like um our summer camp was always at gettysburg college Ooh, yeah racist ghosts right so on the campus right of gettysburg college there is this like now it's a like a administrative building or something it's a white building right but in the civil war times this building was used as like a makeshift hospital, right? And they straight up like were amputating limbs and just throwing them out like the second story window, like in a pile. Hell yeah! Next to the, this place, right? And the, the basement, the bodies at the <laughs> The basement was also like where major surgery was happening, right? So. I'll just play that underneath this whole story. So, like, we as kids were fascinated by this story, right? Because basically, the, the next part of the story goes, like, fast forward to, like, the 80s, right? And two women in the administrative building on their way home, right, got in the elevator. And then went down and pushed floor one and went all the way down to the basement. And apparently the doors opened up. Surgery room. Yeah. That's scary as fuck. Right? And they're like, what the fuck is this? What the hell is happening? Right? And they could see that they were dressed in old timey, like, fuck Civil War that. clothes. Be right? And they're like pushing the fucking buttons. Right? And nothing's happening. Those are racist right? ghosts. You don't want to fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was, um, this was Union. Because this was North. Those guys were definitely still racist ghosts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, so, um, they're pushing a button and then af- apparently the doors finally closed and then they went up and they were like, oh, I fucking quit. Right? And so, like, we as kids 
would try to reenact this. We would go up to the second floor and then like push button one and it would always just open on the first floor and we'd be like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and then like we'd go down to the basement to see what the basement actually looks like and see if it, like, cause it, sometimes we'd just push the basement and be like, what if it just opened up and there it was, right? God, fuck that. I lose <laughs> my mind, man. But like, oh, p- piss your pants moments, man. Yeah. Like as, as like a middle schooler, I'd like piss your pants moments like sixth grade seventh grade i'm like fuck what if it really just opened god that'd be oh yeah right but i'd never like, recover but like that's not like that and like there was there's the ghost that jumped off the 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 student uh there's a student that jumped off the clock tower and apparently freddie was holding him like a puppet ah! <laughs> <laughs> there's so many i don't like in that. campus stories it was wild to grow up there because like I'm telling you, like five, six years of summer camp there. God damn. Yeah, man. Cool. Fuck. But, but like, yeah, that scene, like, uh, just seeing it as the doors open, basically. Right. And so, like, that correlated seeing that in the film, where basically she holds up. There's nothing in this surgery room. She but holds then the she, camera up, right? And she could see the surgery. Now, here's here's where I would say this reveals a lot cooler. But they made a fucking production error that I saw instantly. Oh. She holds her camera up, and there's the the people they're operating, right? And then somebody's typing. <laughs> yeah, you see the ghost. <laughs> she brings the camera down, right? Yeah. And you're like, okay, she's going to lift it up and she's going to see it again. In the fucking camera. Or she doesn't bring the camera down. She looks over the camera, right? In the fucking camera, the reveal of what's about to happen has already happened. So in the LCD screen okay. of the camera, what yeah. happens next is she looks in the camera and they all turn around and look at her. Right. If you go back and watch the movie, they are already turned around in the fucking LCD screen. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I noticed it too because I was like, oh, they're going <laughs> to fucking turn around now. I can literally see that they're about to do it. Right. So it's like, but it is a good scare. Sure. And then she gets a vent horizon. <laughs> <laughs> Just taken and dragged away and But then she's like shown like flashes of like insanity like they do in, in um in Event Horizon when they yeah. look into the middle of the thing and they see space hell. Can you see? <laughs> Can you see? <laughs> so then she's is gone. <laughs> she's gone finally. Yeah. Yeah, I, but finally, like, yeah, she didn't yeah. do anything. Exactly, that's why I'm like, I'm glad I don't have to worry about another character in this yeah, movie. Yeah, I guess not. Did you know Peter Gallagher's in this movie? Yeah, <laughs> right? Okay, so I'm a huge fan of Peter Gallagher, because, like, I, I was a... Uh... I love when he smashes watermelons. <laughs> I don't know anything other than that. I can't, like, do an impression or Black anything. Black Gallagher from... <laughs> Dave from Chappelle show. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Peter Gallagher is another thing that like, I'm a huge fan of Peter Gallagher, especially from, uh, the OC. I love that show. I did. You know what? Like that show was like, people be like, fuck that show. Right. And like, it does not age well. Like you can't watch that show now. Like you just can't. Is right? the OC the one with the, Hmm, what you say? Or was yep. it? Yeah, that is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. Which is one of the best, like, uh. SNL digital yeah. short? Yes. Yeah. With Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> um, so they hear Veronica scream. Yes. So they go to find her. They go downstairs. And, um, quite possibly one of the stupidest fucking lines in this movie. They're trying to find where her blood, where, like, there's a pool of blood. Oh, yeah. And they're like, Oh my god, where'd she go? And then it leads to the ceiling and up to the thing, and they go, Oh my god, 
She she gone into, she the, gone into the no. She says she got went into the air, and Chris Kattan says no, not air. Into the house. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> she did not go into the house. <laughs> Fuck <I> mean, you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck you. He's been telling you that there's a ghost, that that like that there's shit going on. So, Into like, the house? Yeah. I mean, wh- if you heard that, what would you do? I'd be like, Nah, dog. She dead. Not in the house. <laughs> and he'd be like, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, in in the house, like it, like what? How else can you explain? Like she got carried out she, by a ghost. How else can you explain? What did 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 a ghost like climb up and like put painters tape up and make sure blood was smeared only right up into the corner of the Listen, house? I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street one. She was being carried around by Freddy <laughs> and sliced open. <laughs> um, Excuse me, can I play through? <laughs> yeah. So then they watch the tape, bitch. <laughs> they. they they, they go upstairs, and Chris Kattan is drinking a drink. Oh, yeah. And I wrote, and my note literally says, God damn, why did Tadig slap that glass out of his <laughs> hands like that? Bitch slaps him. But everybody's just like, whoa, what the fuck? And not to, not to Chris Kattan, to Tadig. He slaps it out of his hands so hard it shatters. <laughs> yeah. So, meanwhile, Allie Waters wa- watching the tape to see what happened, and... That you just see her screaming and it dragged away. Hey, fucking idiots. Rewind the tape more. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I, I literally only have enough battery to rewind it like 30 seconds. That's all we can watch. That's all we've been told we're allowed to watch. <laughs> it's, I don't Ghosts get it. have very specific rules. So then Famke Jensen finally shows up again and is like, that's another thing. I'm like, were these actors in the same room with each other? My whole thing is this movie is con is here's the problem with um not like uh, I don't know if this screenwriter is actually inexperienced, but one of the hardest things to do if you have not written a lot of movies is write a movie with a ton of characters who yeah. are supposed to interact all the time because you end up if you don't do it right with this movie specifically yeah. which is basically like we're going to follow these two people cuz it's too hard to write dialogue, write dialogue for four yeah let's keep splitting them up because yes. i don't know how to like keep them talking yeah keep them together and keep it interesting yeah so Famke Jensen puts a gun in Jeffrey Rush's face yep and he's like like you really think like i gave these people real guns and then she fucking shoots it. She unloads a gun, like the gun in the air. And yeah. it's real. Yeah. And he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then that ghost somewhere is like, hell yeah. God, that's so hot. <laughs> I wish I had eyes. So, <laughs> I just got this big weird mouth. <laughs> I'm an extra from Amnesia, the Dark Descent. That's better than me. I got eyeballs in my hands. They don't. F- I've, I fuck with Pale Man. That yeah. guy's scary as fuck. <laughs> and I speak Spanish. <laughs> that is that. I hope that's not why he's scary to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what they look like when they speak Spanish. They've got eyeballs in their hands. If you eat their food, they will kill you. Uh, they're not bringing their best they're bringing their scariest their big mouths <laughs> they no eyes I've only ever seen Mexico from Guillermo del Toro's <laughs> eyes it's the fairies aren't even cute I hate ghosts is <laughs> what I'm saying people 
They're scary. <laughs> they wear your hoods. They're white. I like those ghosts. <laughs> I don't like the other ghosts. <laughs> so, um. Wait, no, I like ghosts. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Look, I have an entire ghost bowl <laughs> of ghost peeps. <laughs> What else is ghost like? I don't... Here in Trump Tower, the ghosts make the best ghost soup. I love ghosts. <laughs> so, Jeffrey Rush goes to it go... It was in. really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, be- I apologize to everyone. <laughs> I He goes to go talk to his tech to be like, what the fuck is going on? And holy fuck, what happened to this guy's head? Okay, 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 okay. Hold on. Um... This was like a giant came in and ice cream scooped a man's skull. His head is fucked up. <laughs> like, what happened? And Jeffrey Rush does not have the correct reaction. This, <laughs> this, this guy's face is like if like the Terminator came through time and, <laughs> on, and you were just right outside the time ball. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. His face is fucked up and it's terrifying. And Jeffrey Rush is just kind of like, ah. Yeah, he's anyway. just like, he's like, oh, and he's shocked, but then he's distracted by the, like, the, what's on the CRT Shady TV. Jeffries. Combs comes out. Uh, like he, and he's in Vivian's room, and that is somehow more shocking than scooped out skull. Yeah, hey dude, for all you know, that giant with the ice cream scoop is in that room with you. <laughs> the giant. <laughs> oh, so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this guy got resonant evil. Yeah. <laughs> god damn, yeah, that's one of the fa- my favorite parts. He turns him around and it's like, oh god! Oh no, Jason X has been here. And oh. he's frozen this guy's <laughs> face and then smashed it on the table. It's like, <laughs> Oh no, that character whose name I still don't fucking know is dead. Anyway, on to the next one. Um, so, uh, yeah, Jeffrey Combs is loose. Then we get Scooby-Doo time. Where everyone splits up and basically might as well just be walking through doors and opening them and being chased by a ghost. But there is no ghost. There is no ghost. And there's music. It's just a way for them to waste five minutes to get us to the next part where the lights start flickering. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is where, like, they they start being like, hey, let's montage split up, right? And then, like, the movie starts, like, I don't know, Nine Inch Nailing, like, with the soundtrack. It's just like, I think there might be be a ghost in here. I want to fuck you like an animal. Yep, that's a ghost. I'm going to be in here, guys. Don't worry about it. Uh, This ghost is hot as fuck. (laughs) Oh, God, ghost. Oh, please. I want to show you my three Oscars. (laughs) Did you see the social network? (laughs) How about Gone Girl? (laughs) I'm also doing the music for some reason for the new Pixar film. <laughs> I was supposed to do Blade Runner. Was he? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. He just did a movie recently where he said, I don't know why the fuck I did the score for it. <laughs> and I can't remember what movie it was, <laughs> but it was pretty good. I wish people would just say that more often for a lot of things. I don't know why I did it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, so this yeah. is when the lights are are um are, are flickering. And they are like, uh, what's going on? And they they go, oh my god, the shock therapy room. Right. And they go in there, and Evelyn is tied up to it, 
being shocked. Mm-hmm. They managed to turn it off. She's convulsing. Yeah. Like, she's just foaming and at the mouth. And this is another moment where I say you can see that the character that Jeffrey Rush is playing did genuinely love Okay, this wife. is your moment? Later on, there's another moment. Okay, yeah, But yeah, this yeah. is the first moment, because yeah. she's fucking dead. Yeah. And he, like, loses his shit, and everyone's really not understanding. I know what your other moment is. Yeah. Everyone's like, you fucking crazy guy, you did this! And he's like... Why? Of course he's acting crazy. His wife just died in front of him. Right? But, I mean, I'll, okay, at the same time, how does anybody really think that he did it to his own wife in front of all these witnesses? Yeah, I don't know. How, how many people are, like, the first to be, like, to be like, yep, first conclusion's the one I'm jumping. Here we go. God. So, I know you don't like her, and she's dead now. You are the killer, sir. So they go, yeah, you're the killer. That was a horrific way to kill your wife. Anyway, we're going to commit an atrocity. Get in the psycho, or the, the schizophrenic tank. Okay, so schizophrenic tank. Oh, we haven't. Quick. The movie that Trent Reznor did that he said, I don't know why the fuck I did the score. It was a waste of time. was Bird Box. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Felt that way about watching it. Uh, <laughs> so, um. This sequence in this movie, again, just like last movie, I'm going to say, if you've got a photosensitivity, it's time to skip about 10 minutes ahead. What is with you? I'm looking out for people. I know. I just mean like. Oh, with choosing movies? You're just choosing the same things, man. And this one's hard, too. This like, one actually. You got a weird psyche going on. <laughs> this one hurt my eyes. Yeah. Really bad. Well, it hurts his eyes, too, because he has to put on these goggle things like that are like conveniently hanging there as this happens. And as we learned also, Peter Gallagher and his wife are fucking. Because he turns it on. He, okay. Peter Gallagher is the one who turns on. Yeah, but he doesn't reveal that they no, fucking he's, yet, he's man. No, he's in on it. Yeah, but you, you don't know yet. You All right, sorry, yet. folks. They're not fucking blocked out of your mind Yeah, you don't know yet. Come on. Um, No, but uh, they, they basically are like, Price, get in there, right? And they the, the rest of the group, they do leave. And, and they do not Gall- turn it on. They, they're yeah. just using it like a jail cell. And then Gallagher is like, hey, bud. Have yeah, fun. and he cranks it up all right. the way. He's like pretending, being like, "Hey, like, uh, what's this lever do?" He's like, "Don't touch it." He's like, "I can't hear you." Right, because it's like a like a complete sealed compartment. It's a terrifying thought. Yeah, yeah, right. So he pulls the lever, and that's when like it's basically like like a you know that cyclotron thing. Yeah, you know, you, you, you could do it at Disneyland. You guys know where you, 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 you spin the thing really hard and then it makes a motion image as it spins yeah, around. Yeah, a couple different pictures, right? Center. And this one is like a doctor with like a scalpel and I'm like, well fuck, this was to cure somebody? No, he's bouncing a ball at first. Oh. It's a guy yeah. bouncing a ball, <laughs> but then he literally comes out. Yeah. And he's got like this really cool like filter to him that makes him look all art. Yeah. And, he's cool. And he's then very cool. Jeffrey Rush is like, ah! <laughs> and then you're like, oh, right. there he is. Because like, cause that's what he's seeing. Basically, you're going to see that animation like throughout the room, right? Yeah. But like, is that all you see? Are you hallucinate in it. I know, but y- you know what I mean? Where I'm like, is that the only thing that like normally would spin around the room? The guy just bounces the ball? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, imagine being there right? for like, hours on end. Right? <sighs> It's probably hella loud too, so you couldn't like close your eyes and just like go to sleep. Right, because this thing's just like right? Like it it might as well be gas powered. Like it's just like Alright, now we get to the part where um you think some necrophilia is about to happen? Um okay. 
right? Because Peter Gallagher goes in the room with um uh God, why am I drawing a No, blade? but this hasn't happened yet oh, because wait, that's like, right. Price has this nine inch nails. Okay, are you ready? Okay, because I I wrote it down. I I, I got remember you. it pretty well. I got you though. Ready? <laughs> Here's Price's dream. Right? Because it's basically a hallucination slash dream. You better say butt girls. Alright? Price's dream. Wearing a metal Joker mask and there's naked bloody bitches in a corner. Butt girls. <laughs> okay? There's like these butt naked girls who turn around and they have blood on their faces. <laughs> a red lipstick woman and a shaky head guy wrap him for later and marinate him. <laughs> they do, yeah. <laughs> right? Then he's underwater with some naked girls down there, vomiting blood, who then turns into a faceless big mouth creature. Price is autoerotic asphyxiating himself as he watches the animation of the guy with the ball bounce, and it's caught by Price's wife, and it's now Price's head. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, underneath it, it's just like... I wanna fuck you like an animal. <laughs> There's just a heart beating strapped to a table. <laughs> yeah, um. There is no you! There is only me! God, I actually do kind of like Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, oh yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I had a Nine Inch Nails shirt when I was in fifth grade. Because my dad went and saw them because the Queens of the Stone Age opened for them. And I don't know why I wanted a Nine Inch Nails shirt so bad. I wore it to school. All it said was Nine Inch Nails. And my teacher was like, I don't think you should listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't. I just like the shirt. <laughs> um, so, yes, this is when some straight up like necrophilia is about to happen. Because Peter Gallagher goes to Evelyn and like starts feeling her body. And then injects her with something. And she's not actually dead. Right. Okay, so this is what's confusing to me. So, was she convulsing on that table, right? Or was she already injected with this stuff, and then, which puts her in a comatose, and and then, what, Peter Gallagher actually shocked her to death? It's like, um... Like, what? It's Romeo and Juliet. She was pretending (laughs) to be shocked, and then, uh, then... But she can't pretend to be shocked... If she, like, how would she go comatose, like, immediately once they turn yeah, it off? I don't know. Right? It doesn't make any sense. The so only maybe thing she I... was shocked for real. That's what I mean. But not There's only to, one way. But not enough to die. And when they turned it off, she was like, dead. Pretend to be dead. <laughs> or, or like, or like, as soon as they turn it off, she's like, and swallow the pill. Or yeah. Something. Like, what? What? And swallow the pill. The assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand is over. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, what? And then this is what I was talking about, the twist that you don't see coming because there's literally nothing that leads you to understand that it was going to happen is her and Peter Gallagher are lovers. Right. And they've set up everything else that's happened. Right. Because because the movie has led you to believe that everybody who attended the party was unknown. Except Peter Gallagher was. Right. Now, Price didn't know Peter Gallagher. Was, yes, because right? uh, how, why right. would he know his wife's mistress? But she did. So there was one person in the room that did know people. In the, so there was one lie, at least, that we can confirm. Yes. So she kisses him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's like, she's like, now we, all we have to do is kill my husband. And he's like, well, how are you going to do that, really, with all these people here right now? They were supposed to be weeded out, is basically what he says at this point. Um. Well, no, no, not kill my husband. 
frame my husband. Frame my husband or, for my death. And right. Like, but how are we going to do that with no and then, body? Right. It was basically, we want to frame my husband for a death. Not hers. Right? And Or or thus my death as well. Yeah. Right? And then, and says, then, and then which will cause another person to then take Price's life. Yes. Is what they want. Yes. And, then, and they're hoping... That the that like I think Peter Gallagher is like my my odds are on uh Ellie Larder. Yeah. Yeah. And then um He's like I think the girl's got the spunk to do it. And and he goes, But who's gonna be the next body? And she's like, I have an idea and fucking kills him. This is insane. Mm. I like this twist. I do too, because it's like nuts. Right? He's just like, Oh fuck shit. She grabs like a scalpel yep. off of the Like off I the said table. in the countdown, yep. uh scalpel stab uh bone saw decapitation. Yeah. Because she stabs him, uh-huh. rips him open, and then you don't see her cut his head off. No. But they... Okay, so so meanwhile, after this happens, uh, Tay Diggs and Allie Larder stumble upon uh, a book, with, and basically it has all of their last names in it. Yeah, and then she's like, oh my god, instant connection. Yeah. We're all related to the people who escaped. We're the, we're, yeah, we're the ancestors of the five who who survived. Which Tadix has a great line at the end about this. I fucking love okay. his line at the end. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, that, god, that part's so goddamn stupid. Yes, we're gonna get to it. <laughs> Alright, so, um, <laughs> yeah, at this point now, they, uh, um, they go to um, they go back downstairs. They go to they they go to like, um, they they find more blood, right? Yes, and they're like they find the bone saw, right? And they're like, oh my god, what the fuck happened? So they go to the tank, right? And there is Peter Gallagher's, or they think it's no. See, they they think that they think that somebody is loose again. Yes, right. And they go to the tank, and, and Evelyn's body's missing. So they're like, "What the fuck, Price?" Like, so they yes. go to the tank, and they see a head, and they're like, "Oh my god, he put Peter Gallagher in the tank!" And they open it. That's just his head, right? Um, it the head is just like stabbed onto the like door, so that like he you could see his head through the eye hole. Yeah, right. So then they turn around, right, and they start um they start walking out, and then she can hear. Uh, Veronica making a noise and there's a door that you never get to go in and she's like oh my god Veronica's on the other side of that door he keeps going forward yeah Veronica's like help me yeah I, I remember that and this is about the stairs with the bodies and then fucking Price just comes out and he's like listen shit's fucked up and he is just covered in blood because like I guess Evelyn probably like smeared it on yep. him or something yeah. right and he's just like Oh shit! He you gotta help me. He explains everything. He literally says Evelyn killed the doctor. She's trying to kill me. But but he's like he's like weirdly stammering and out of breath and like. Well, he did was just in that thing, right? right. So like, and she's like, oh, "Get the fuck away from me!" So like, here's the thing for me. I'd be like, "Okay, I know these guns are loaded. I would just literally get down on my knees and like literally put my hands up in the air and straight up be like, look, when I catch my breath.'" We'll deal with this. Be like, you know, all like, you got to do is listen. Instead, to me. he's like, ah, "Come here, I want to grab you." Yeah. So <laughs> like, she fucking shoots the shit out of him. Yeah. He dies. Yeah. Tay Diggs is like, "Give me that gun." Okay. Here's the thing. Tay Diggs is like, 
give me the gun. <laughs> like, scared. And I'm like, dude, the gun is literally empty. Like, she unloaded it. Yeah. Like, everybody knows what an unloaded gun looks like. You can just grab it from her and be like, give me the goddamn gun. So he's dead on the stairs. <laughs> this is another really funny moment. Chris Kattan's back with them again. And he sees Price's body and he's like, oh. So they start going up the stairs. And Tay Diggs is like, come on. Don't look at that. <laughs> As Price is like yeah. dead. Or, uh, I just call him Price. Fucking, um, yeah. Stephen Price. He's dead on the stairs. Like, and he's yeah. like, yeah, don't look at that. So, um, this is one yeah, of the most like, mean spirited yeah. parts of this movie. I hate it because it didn't need to be said. We already knew it. His Evelyn comes in. Sure. He's dead. And she's like, I never fucking loved you. Yeah, you I piece of shit. You piece of shit. I only loved your money. Right. And I was willing to look away from all the other shit you did because I thought I'd get the money. But You don't I, like this part? It's it's not that I don't like it. It's just that. I love know, this whole part. No, I, I mean, I like this part. I don't like what she's saying because we know this. We just watched the same movie. This right. Has been, it's just mean-spirited at this point. It's right. just like, damn, you really actually have no fucking... Like but, redeeming but, quality, but it makes right. The but next without thing... her, without her saying that, then like we can't get the next reveal. She has to, she has I to know. say the lowest of the low shit. And then he's like, "Surprise, bitch!" Yeah, just grabs her by the throat, be like, "Hey, sweetie." He's like, "Do you believe in ghost stories?" Because <laughs> you're in one. <laughs> I do like his triumphant like Holy reveal. Sh- <laughs> where she's like, oh my god, he's not dead. And he stands up and he undoes his shirt and he's got the blood packs. He's like, I'm Steven fucking Price. I loved it. Yeah. This is my favorite part. And like, then he takes her. They're fighting. Yep. And she's like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to do what you brought me here to do. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is like, you're so full of shit. And then he um throws her through the paper door. And this is the moment where I say you can genuinely see the relationship that he feels for her. Yeah. Because she lands. He's always going to love her. She lands in there and the evil is like time to be weird magnet shit on the floor. (laughs) What the fuck is it? You know those, you know those things where you, you can use a magnet to draw in like hair on a guy's head. Fucking fucking John Connor just comes from Terminator Genesis. Yes. (laughs) Pharaoh fluid all over the ground. Just like, (laughs) and he's like, uh, Evelyn? And she's like, and then she has a moment too where you're like, oh fuck, I actually kind of feel bad for her. Cause she's like, are you doing this? Yeah. And he's like, Evelyn, you need to get out of there. Yeah, he's like, I- I'm, no. I'm not, not doing this. I'm not. Also that, like I said, that door was made of paper. Yeah. <laughs> she fell through it like it was nothing. Um, and then she gets, a... hey, it's me, George Catan. God. Then... <laughs> Sorry, I meant to board that up. I guess my son didn't get around to it. It was in my will, that piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> I said, I left you this house of the bandicoots plus board up the, <laughs> board a... up the door with more than cardboard. Board the bleeding tentacle door up. So then she You gets, know that the mist gets angry. So she gets ghost sucked. <laughs> I don't okay, she gets like sucked into it and then like uh like Tim Curry like sings a song and like because it's literally the same goo from Fern Gully. She but she like dissolves. It's weird. And he's like and and Steven's like Oh fuck. This is like the black version of like the mist from the Ark of the Covenant. 
Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the proto mist from the lot from Lost cuz well, that's what this is. And it's got naked people in it. Well, it's it's basically just an unrendered Rorschach. And that's what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> like, it's unrendered? Supposed- like, they no, didn't finish unrendered. it? <laughs> well, no, okay, so here's the story of why this doesn't really fit this movie. Yeah. It was completely made for a different movie that fell through. Ah. It was already finished. Through. It was literally just sitting, like, an, as an asset, for unused. Gus Van Sant's Psycho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, in, in my Psycho, there's only two new scenes. One, he beats his meat. <laughs> two, spirit mist. And they're like... <laughs> Okay, you can only have one. All right, he'll jerk off. It's cool. <laughs> and uh, Anne Hesh is there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the ghost mist comes after them, to which... This is when the movie starts losing me. Okay. It's when the house, like, starts blowing up. This is when? Yeah. Because, yeah. Because this is awful. And I love the way this Chris is, Kattan dies. This is... This is... This is... Um, mm, I mean, I love it in a sense of like, <laughs> they they have the fucking, the door closed to the basement and they hear pounding on it and it's Price being like, let me out. And they're like, Price is dead. And they're like, he's like, let me out, help me, help me. And the mist is coming closer and closer. So Pritchett opens the door and when he opens it, Price steps back into a hole in the wall and the ghost is just like, ah, you'll do. <laughs> and just like, like, uh, it grabs him with like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, black shoestrings. Yeah. And, and just grabs him and pulls him in and like, he's done. It's, it, right. It literally, Chris Kattan has the most anticlimactic death <laughs> in this movie. He's literally just like, hey, Bryce, you have the door. Ah! Yeah. yeah, the 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 mist pulls him off uh, out of this movie as if it's like a cane pulling a guy off stage. <laughs> You're done here. It's like this. Is like, who is it? Uh, just your friendly neighborhood ghost mist. Hey, you're that asylum ghost mist, aren't you? No, not me. Uh, Opens the door. Trick or treat. Ah! Trick or treat. <laughs> but yeah, he just dies so quick. And then the mist is temporarily satisfied because it like recedes a little bit so yeah. that Price can get out. No, it recedes so then it can and like literally like eat the hallway. It just blows like some the... like giant like teeth. It has teeth. Yeah, it does. It does have teeth. It looks fucking like stupid. The hallway's getting eaten, right? Oh, when it drops down. Yeah, yeah that is got... actually a cool scene. Yeah, but like I'm like what is this poltergeist? Is it the closet? It's monster house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um that's its uvula. So then so oh, then like so it's a girl house. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> damn, that's where the red blood comes from in the shining. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, it's just the ti- the house's time of the month. Yeah, that was the joke. <laughs> I know that I was I was building on it, jackass. <laughs> so the house starts to just fucking explode. Yes, they run to the ba- to the the attic, and Price is like, "Uh, the attic. That's where we forgot to look for the mechanism." And this scene is kind of funny mm-hmm. because Price is trying to open the mechanism, and the hand like the the crank breaks. Right, and he goes. He basically just goes. Oh, fucking great. And he just throws it over his shoulder. It hits something and activates the windows to start opening back yeah, up. Yeah, like the like, wenches. Oh. Because everything's on, like, pulley weights. Yeah. Like, basically, like, counterweights, like, uh, you would have in, like, theater drops. It, it is pig weights, too. Right? Yeah. So they get up there. Um, he, Price sacrifices himself. Yeah. Weirdly out of character, yeah, I feel. To get, 
Like, um, he's like, go! So right? Ellie Larder can e- escape. Right. She gets outside, and then right as Tay Diggs is about to escape. But, but like, here's the thing, too, though. Like, <clears throat> Price, the Prices, like, and Pritchett have nothing to do with this ghost and its vengeance. No. Right? Like, not, not so, like, so, like, where do they fit into it? Yeah, where yeah. did they fit in? And, 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 like, and Price's death becomes so unceremonious. And, like, that's what you were like, why did you sacrifice yourself? Like, it becomes even less now that you think about it even <clears throat> a more. Yeah. It is one of those things of, like, well, you weren't on the thing, so you wouldn't have died. Right. But she died. So I guess it does, it's indiscriminate. Sure. Because Tay Diggs' line later is, is funny. The door closes. Oh. He's about to get eaten by the ghost. But don't, goes, f- don't forget, like, we're seeing. Like, faces in the mist. Yeah, and they're too. all like, we're gonna get you! Including, like, fresh new dead faces. Like, Evelyn's like, Steven! Yeah. Hey! Right? You're just like, what? And then even like, Steven- How do you die in a meteor? Like, hi, I'm part of the mist! <laughs> they let me in real easy! But even Tay Diggs, Steven's ghost is like, hey, bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. So, Steven says, cause the door closed behind, or, um, Tay Diggs, the cl- the door closed behind him. He's trapped. He's gonna die. And he says, "I'm adopted." Uh, yeah. Okay. Wait. 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 Well, well, we didn't get there yet. Okay. So like the like they got Stephen right, and then Allie Lauder gets up to the window and gets out the window first. Hey, Diggs, that's what I said. She got out. And right. It, and it closed behind her. But but how did it close behind her? Because the mist also like has like burning like it, it's it's like the blob where like that's right, it's creating a fire behind it <laughs> no it like it like the the black like tentacles oh, or whatever right, right? Yeah, it wraps like, literally around wraps it. around yeah. it and burns the rope off yeah right? and then it drops and then the pig weight drops right and so like yeah 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 whether the, the faces come up to him and they're like join us join, like all the faces and you're like this i don't want to look at the faces they're so dumb yeah they, they look are awful this is the worst part of the movie they look awful because i'm just like what that, that this movie up until this point is just an inconsequential not very good horror movie yeah the instant this mist showed up it's like that's going on the show <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes it is so bad but he he does say i'm adopted yeah. to which, i'm adopted and just then, stop right here okay just silence for a second picture if you will the stupidest shit you can imagine you got in your head, listeners? Mm-hmm. Chris Kattan, as a ghost, somehow he's the only one that's able to get away from the mist after being eaten, pulls on the now broken rope, and opens the door so Tay digs. Go! Right? Tay digs, get up! Tay digs, get up! Tay digs, get up! All of the ghosts of the asylum speak inside of me. Time to leave. He opens the fucking door for him, and he escapes. Yeah. And it, what if I told you, that's not the stupidest shit in this scene? You'd probably say, <laughs> Tyler, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> they sit on this roof, relieved for one moment, and then... How the fuck did the money end up out there on the okay. ba- on the balcony okay. with them? So basically, I, I I asked this question, but then I went, oh wait 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 wait, I I got it. The erosion, right? So basically, when it got you, it erodes you, like it all right? physical matter, all uh, right. Or, yeah, I see. So it just got so, stuck. So basically, so basically, when price eroded, it was still floating around in it him. Floated 
out of the, his jacket and in Still the doesn't room. make any sense whatsoever. It's, it's hella dumb, dumb shit. right? It's 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 basically like might as well be like a feather floating down and having any significance in Forrest Gump. Like you're <laughs> just like the okay, uh, like but it's just like it floats like right into the palm of their hands, and they're like, wow, that's literally every single cashier's check. And they're like, ha 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 ha, how are we gonna get down from here? He's like, wait, no, I don't pan out. I mean it. How the fuck? <laughs> Sweet dreams. Okay, so apparently, apparently, I did read something like being like, uh, eventually they did get down, and then they went on to have five kids. Are Something, you fucking kidding me? I think me? so. Like maybe it's in like what Return to House the, on Haunted Hill. The they say lot? it. I don't know. Maybe they say it in that. Squints and Peppy, Peppy, <laughs> Wendy Peppercorn had twenty six children together. <laughs> they be fucking <laughs> freeze frame, freeze frame, freeze frame, freeze frame. <laughs> oh, uh, nice. Fuck. Yep. Yeah, that's how this movie ends. Yeah, just as weekly as it started. It, you know what? For all its flaws, like God, that's what I mean. If the movie would have just turned and, and, and right at that point where he's like, "Listen, bitch, I'm Stephen Fucking Price," right? You and I, and have, then remember how in Thirty One we basically had a cooler ending that we both thought of. Uh huh. That is also my ending for this movie. If he was just like, "I'm the fucking master of this," and right. it was just all made up, right? And then she died, and then he's like, "Even all the ghosts here are fucking mine," right? Right, like, and and literally, she like something like reveals herself to be like you know an adulteress. There right? could have been and, no and, ghost and, in this, and it would have been even better. Right, that's what I mean. Like, if they were all part of the trick, like even maybe the people that that got invited were yes. part of the trick uh, of just being like, we've got to get this bitch to admit that like she's on cheating. camera. Yeah, and then he's out of the marriage and and out of right? like it's annulled. Right. Yeah, that would have been sick. Adam Wake. And cool. then a skeleton comes that, out on, on you know wires. What? But that like, kind of movie, that kind of movie that like that kind of smart writing, that shit like didn't start happening for like another ten years, I feel like, in cinema. But like, especially in that kind of like knives out or like yeah, that are I would even I just would, subduing expectations didn't right. become as popular in horror until um like Cabin in the Woods. Of just yep. like a fucking completely out of left field weird hook. And you're like Oh, that's what's going on here. Like Get Out as well is a good mm-hmm. example of a movie where you're like, "Let's well, spooky, spooky." And it's like, "Oh wait, people are actually yeah. transplanting themselves in people's bodies." Yeah. Yeah. But yes, would you recommend it? Absolutely. Still, it this I would recommend it to you. This movie's fun as fuck. It's so much fun, and and that's that's what that's where where it kind of like goes from being a bad movie to like, I'll put it on. It's definitely bad. Don't get us wrong. Yeah. But it's it has its moments. It's fun. It's a good movie to play in the background while you're watch while you're having a Halloween party. Yeah, because because uh, going through this one, I I I didn't feel like I was like I don't have a lot to hardcore make fun of. No, but you know? it's still goofy. Right. <laughs> at its it's core. silly, but until the mist comes and then you're just like everything's out the window, man. Like this mist is so goddamn stupid. Yeah. And ruins everything that you were building for, and d- is not attached to the shaky head creatures and anything else like that. The, that's everything the other thing doesn't is nothing add is explained. up. Nothing adds up, and that's what I was saying is that nothing about this was paranormal to begin with, and they didn't explain why there's an evil. How long has it been there? Is that what made the doctors bad? 
How did it get trapped? Yeah. Why does the door bleed? <laughs> Why is there magnets on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, I get it. So, What are you giving it uh, on the Jaws scale? <clears throat> That's a good question. I think I know what I'm going to go with, and I think it's what you're teetering on. I want to say that while it has a great cast and it really tries to do something unique with an already established franchise, it's still pretty bad. So I'm going to say Jaws 3. I knew you were going to say Jaws 3. Really? Yep. I was going to say this movie also is like, wait, this person's in this movie? So I'm giving yep. it to Jaws three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where I mean, like, it tried to do something original and like kind of because Jaws one and two basically are the same movie, and then three not, tried to be new, right? And new and original, but like drop the ball, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's what I feel like this is. It's it's not bad where it's just like God, this is awful and like unbearable to watch, but it is bad in the like you drop the ball, man. You're disappointing. Yep. You know, that's Jaws three. That's how I always feel about Jaws 3. Yeah. Disappointing. So you've heard from us. Yeah. But now it's time to hear from some very important people. Okay. First up on that list, my beautiful wife. Yeah. Carly. And this is where we ask, what did Carly think? What did she think? Um, Carly did not like this movie. <laughs> Why? She actually, she enjoyed it enough. Um, she does kind of like this stuff. But to be completely honest, I thought this was great because she had never seen it before. And I've seen it on, like, Spike and shit forever. Sure. It actually kind of scared her. She was actually genuinely like, this is actually really kind of scary. Because the designs of all the monsters and, like, the creepy people, they're actually really kind of scary. Yeah. No, they, I mean, it is. It, it, there there are some creepy visuals. But then she also was like, fuck Chris Kattan. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to Monkey Bone. <laughs> nice. She would say Monkey Bone. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> Why is he top build? I... I don't know because he's, he's on he's the in poster it for fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I it's, love that movie though. God, that's weird. That's so weird. That whole movie is so weird. My parents wouldn't let me see when I was little because they found out Monkey Bone was a, a net, like euphemism I, for boner. Really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't get that from the movie, but <laughs> they say it in the movie. I guess so. He I, says I, he gets nervous know. and he had to hide his monkey's bone. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Well. Heard from Carly. Yep. Heard from us. Yep. But there's one more group of people who need to be heard, and boy, are they loud. This is Gimme Five. These are five and ten star reviews pulled from Amazon or IMDb. Jonathan pulled these for us since this is Tyler Tuesdays in January. Yeah, in January. Uh, um, so the uh, I have not seen these yet. Yeah, these ones were these ones are rough. Like it. Everybody's just basically was praising this. Like, so, uh, enjoy. The last one is long, but I hope, uh, it's worth it by the end. I'm assuming I'm reading the ones that are centered. Yes, sir. Doesn't even crop them. What an asshole. Yeah, sorry about that. <clears throat> All right. This one comes from Nazri, uh, November 19th, 2003, titled Question Mark, Question Mark, Question Mark. This remake is much, much better than the original. 
that's just you're just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I must say, the actors and actresses were great. I love the gore too, but when I watched it on VCD, what the fuck is VCD? Video cam, video uh, cassette vi- disc? Yeah, maybe. I can't. Okay. I love the gore too, but when I watched it on VCD, I can't get the part when this roller coaster flew off the tracks and suddenly the scene skips in the, in the scene where there's this paralyzed guy? <laughs> huh? I forgot this, this one's funny. Yeah. This person thought they weren't dummies. They thought they were real people. I, I, I don't know. I think they're referring to when he's carrying the person and putting him on the ride. He thinks that's a paralyzed person. <laughs> Still, wait, yeah, wait, yes, yeah. They, so, like, he's he's expecting the carnage of the first train to be the- real, <laughs> and he thought they were just putting paralyzed people on the ride. It's a, it's a, it's a just a, it's a dummy. It's a crash test dummy. This person thought it was a roller coaster where you're like, I don't want to live anymore. <laughs> Still, uh, it's a great movie, and this is what horror movies should be like. Confusing? Ten stars, yeah. <laughs> Zero out of three found this review helpful. Oh, man, that's great. Uh, next up comes from O'Harvey, December 28th, 1999. This is That's pretty soon after this movie came out. Yeah. Um, scariest movie in a while. I'm a baby. Um, this, this movie rocked. It was very loud, which added to the effect. It was interesting and freaky. There were a lot of funny parts, which added to the movie. Full of suspense. The ending could have been better. Still a definite C. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Zero out of one found this review helpful. I like just the mediocrity of the entire thing. <laughs> the movie kept going, which is what movies are supposed to do. Oh, boy. This next one? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, buddy. <clears throat> this next one comes to us from Jinglings. <laughs> Jingle Gings. Yeah. November 19th, 2000. It's really not bad. A film that I'm sure horror fans will love and is good to watch on a late night. And a half stars out... Two and a half stars out of five. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> but ten out of ten. But ten out of ten. <clears throat> There's a tendency for films to come out in pairs. In 1987, the two volcano disaster films were released. And in 1998, there were two asteroid-slash-comet disaster films. In 2000, it's two Mars movies. And last year, it was two Haunted House films. On a side note, there were also two films about kids who could see dead people. <laughs> this one is definitely far superior to I the mean, dud that right. was The Haunting. That That's absolutely correct. That one also has a weird comedic actor in it. Um... Yes, the script is rather trashy, and you don't give a damn about most of the characters, but it's also a creepy film that's far scarier than you think. Jeffrey Rush plays Vincent Price. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) An amusement park owner who loves to scare people. He also married... He's also married to the young and beautiful Evelyn, Famke Jansen, whose birthday is coming up. (laughs) Is that a a note about her or a note about the character? (laughs) It's the character. Both of them absolutely despise each other, and they even have plots to kill each other. Of course, if you're ever the fan of supposedly haunted houses, Evelyn wants her birthday in the abandoned Vanacut Institution, which is believed to be haunted by the good doctor himself, along with all his psychotic patients. Invitations are sent, but different people, a total of five, (laughs) arrive, ranging from an ex-baseball player, Tay Diggs, to a woman posing as her boss, Allie Larder. 
They have no idea why they're there, but they're made an offer by price. They'll each receive a million dollars if they can survive the night. Obviously, all with the exception of the caretaker, Chris Katam, are intrigued. The caretaker tries to leave, but at night the building automatically closes down, shutting everyone inside for the night. Then the strange things start happening. People start to disappear, making everyone nervous and jumpy. Though Price believes it's one of them doing all this, the others start to believe the place might actually be haunted. And it wants their souls too. <laughs> Does it? No. I don't know what it wants. It wants to suck them. <laughs> suck on this. <laughs> what did the ghost say? I'm right adopted. Suck on this. <laughs> House on Haunted Hill doesn't have a hint of original. What? You, what? <laughs> <laughs> what a left turn. Yep. House on Haunted Hill doesn't have a hint of originality. It's rather trashy script. It'll turn a lot of viewers away, but seen from the right mood, you can have fun with the movie. It's certainly never dull, and there's plenty of good jump-in-your-seat shocks. Just because the other Haunted House film was a disaster doesn't mean you should turn your back on this one. Oh, it's by no means a perfect movie. 10 out of 10. The performances are competent enough for this sort of film, but nothing spectacular. Jeffrey Rush and Chris Kattan ham it up inappropriately humorous. Oh, rolls. Rolls. Everybody else is mostly non-existent or there is fodder. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Director William Malone does a good job with a $20 million budget, as the film's effects are actually better than its $80 million counterpart. You know, the other ha- haunted house flick. This guy fucking hates the haunting. <laughs> he does. But the scares and suspense start to decline in the last five minutes, when it turns into an effects-filled finale. Granted, it's still far better than the ending of The Haunting, <laughs> but it's not as scary or as fun as the material that came before it. On another side note, I've heard about some more scenes after the credits. Since I had no idea about this, I left the theater before I could see it. Out of curiosity, what exactly does happen after the credits? <laughs> Zero out of one found this helpful. Ten I, stars. Okay, why I made you go through it was literally... Because in the middle, he's like, this movie sucks. Right? But also the fact that, like, he took the time out to, like, get every detail down, but then, like, failed to watch the end and know like that detail yeah okay which is something that we failed to talk about i didn't know there was a post-credit scene did mm-hmm. it say um dr vanica will return <laughs> in Endgame? <laughs> uh yeah uh, yeah as he collects all the souls of <laughs> the five remaining souls they must go into my ghost suck gauntlet <laughs> um so yes there is an end uh credit scene right so uh, basically, it shows the camera footage from the beginning of the movie, the, the woman that was recording the operations, mm-hmm. right? But the, the, uh, and it shows the inmates operating on, uh, the, uh, the doctor and the nurse. But now, the doctor and the nurse are not Jeffrey Combs. It's Jeffrey Rush and Femke Jansen. Oh. Yeah. That's a, that's actually pretty cool, but it does. I mean, like a lot of movies back then had these kinds of scenes, especially horror films, and they're just kind of like the yeah. final jump, you know? I mean, not really a jump. It's just a, I, I think, a final offsetting like thing. Yeah, just just something to like, uh, like uh, go home with that. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that is 1999's House on Haunted Hill. I almost missed it. What do you mean? The uh the end credits. Oh, did you watch it? Yeah. So 
I normally uh when I'm watching things at home, like I'll let the the credits run and then I'll usually like go into my bathroom, which is right next to my room, and uh I'll let it run and I was using the restroom and then I heard just the noise of like the creepy like right and I was just like the fuck is that right like like I'm literally going the crapper <laughs> and it, was I was your, like, it was your butthole I was like what the mist monster was right? coming out I literally had to like because I I streamed it I had to like restart the movie and then fast forward all the way oh, through Jesus Christ. Right? I was like what was that right and then like and then I saw it right after like the last credit scroll hits the top and then it clicks over to that. I was like, whoa, I want to miss that. And I've seen this movie a bunch of times. Yeah. Still hadn't seen that. I didn't ever. Know. You know why? Well, because I don't sit through Marilyn Manson's song. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that song. But um, I, I don't know. Marilyn Manson's like, I think we already made the, he's like, he's good for cover songs. Yeah. And he, the beautiful people. The dope show. <laughs> um, did you know that he was considered for the role of Dr. Vandicut? I did read that. Yeah. That would have been sick. I don't know why he didn't do it. Well, because they were like, we can't have two Dr. Satans. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Satan! <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah. that was that. That it was, was that. a fun movie. Check it out. Hell yeah. Um, We've had a good time today. Uh, uh, actually... Good luck checking it out. It's hard to find it. It's way hard to find unless you're like, well, on the rent it. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna pay money for it, you'll easily find it. Yeah, I guess. But so. <laughs> if you don't want to pay money for it, just letting you know, if you torn it from anywhere, it's fucked up. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Yep, it, it's way out of place. And if you've never seen it before, you'll be like, huh, this movie's weird. Yeah, <laughs> who who made this? Tarantino. Yeah, I I I wound up uh um uh, finding it finding it online. Like yeah. Uh, or if you don't want to rent it, I'm sure it is in every Walmart in America's bargain bin. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and actually, you know what? It's probably I, it's probably will, it's probably at your local 7-Eleven. I will literally drop that. It is $10 for the Blu-ray on Amazon with the sequel. Oh shit. Yes. We're going to have to do the sequel soon. Oh Jesus Christ. Speaking of sequels, man, like we got we got a lot of stuff coming up next month, you know. Yeah. So like, um, like there, there, there's a lot of sequels that I know that we have to do. So I'm very, very interested to like explore them. Think things that like it's just like, guess what? Here comes Leprechaun Three. You know, the, like when it finally gets fun again, right? Uh, there's one that I did with Jared that I still haven't been able to do. The sequel is like a uh, Escape from the Bronx, which is uh. 1990 the bronx warrior sequel oh, shit you know like there's some really cool sequels that i'm like ah here we go and then there's some bad sequels like this one i know yeah i so we'll get there eventually yeah speaking of sequels don't forget uh january 25th 7 p.m at the frida cinema same bat time same bat place um join us for texas chainsaw massacre part two um get those tickets get those tickets uh as Usual. If you're new to our show and you've never been to a live show, we show the film and then we rag on it after, just like our show is now. Um, and you can get those tickets on our link tree, linktr.ee slash bombsawayshow. Um, it's really cool when you guys buy tickets through there because then we kind of get a gauge of how many people are going to be there. Um, but you can also buy tickets here at the Frida if you want. Um, be there. 
see the movie. We also announce what the next movie is going to be that we're going to do in February. You're going to lose your fucking mind, I guys. think you guys are going to like it. You're yes. get blown away. And if you're at the show then and you buy your ticket, then we discount the tickets that night. Also, so. it's my birthday party. Just it, putting it out there right now. The not February to, show. Not, not trying to guilt trip people, but like literally, I'm turning it into a full-blown birthday party. So come celebrate my birthday party with me. It's also Carly's birthday, but she won't be there. Yeah. But, yes. Yeah. February 29th uh, is what that show will be. I'm not going to announce it right now. Just letting you know. Put it in your calendars right now. Don't say Jonathan didn't tell you ahead of time. If you're listening to this and you're local... I hope to see you there. I would love to see you guys there. Like, wow, what a amazing birthday party that would be. Hell yeah. Hell so yeah. the link for that again is linktr.ee slash bombsawayshow. You can find our t-shirts, our social media, all that bullshit on there. You got anything else you want to plug? Nope. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that about does it for us. Had a good time. I'm Tyler. I think, oh, oh he's oh, got something to I say. I do, I do, like, I, linktr, you know, for all that, but like, the main source, like, at Bombs Away Show. At like, Bombs Away Show for everything. That, that's the easiest thing to yep. remember, like, yep. if you're literally just turning this off after you listen to us and then, like, need to hit something real quick. Yep. Get there, and then you'll see our link tree As on, well. on our Instagram. Yes, yes, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. Okay, that's at Bombs Away Show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, four bombs away, I'm Tyler. I'm Jonathan. Give me my goddamn money! Goddamn it! Fuck <laughs> old show, ain't it? been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Yeah.